0: this is spoilers
1: pretty sure you pressed record before you said go <laughs> there's a click Fuck you, I got nervous. and then another click <laughs> and then a silence
0: <laughs> there's a record then a pause then a shameful <laughs> quick record <laughs>
1: <laughs> are we doing it over again? Or are we just gonna roll? Let's
0: keep that <laughs> Let's just go from here.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Spoilers. um I think Beth I think Beth in this universe has decided to ditch her family and that happens at the very end of the episode. So there's your spoiler on this episode of Spoilers. Pappy is she gone?
0: real plot changing stuff yeah we have a new 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 beth potentially
1: so i take that to mean you didn't find that part interesting or just throwaway. like this is the third beth anyway so it doesn't matter
0: i'm not gonna lie it's not my favorite episode anyway i mean i also did get the impression that she seemed to leave just because that character was so different but i mean it's i think it's also ambiguous too um but i uh, but ultimately pointless
1: uh it is ambiguous i don't think we know for sure but this series has hit so hard on her relationship with rick being strained because he ditched out on her and her family and now she's essentially doing the same thing probably and i think that's what the internet nerds think too like beth is pulling a rick
0: true yeah but i mean rick also does say that like either way should be chilled out like I, I mean, I don't think that's even a question that will be answered at any point. I don't think Beth's going to ride in on a sandworm and eat Beetlejuice at, at some point. Yeah, that would
1: just make too much sense.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, this episode, and we're missing, like, most of the cast here. Like, actually, do you know why they couldn't come, like, Mikey and Stevie and Jordan?
0: I mean, there seemed like they were being a bunch of babies, mostly, was what I heard. Like, something about, like, bedtimes and, and some. You know.
1: someone said, like, yeah, just a bunch of wishy-washy. And maybe that's a reflection of this episode. No one was really fired up to get on the pod about it.
0: Could be, yeah. We also just had our best month in Spoilers history. And I heard a lot of talk of, like, we're doing too good. It's time to start to sabotage the podcast. So that might be part of it as well.
1: Like, we want to soar. But we don't want to fly too close to the sun.
0: Yeah. Watch those wings, Icarus.
1: (laughs) They're getting singed a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, so like the whole premise is a Beth and Rick episode. I mean, that's like the A plot. And then the B plot is Jerry and the kids and the new, or the like, Jerry dating essentially. Um, Let's knock
1: out that B plot first. I think it's a little bit simpler, but Jerry is like moving on, supposedly, and he's like has this weird sexual relationship with a thrice boobs uh, blue alien.
2: I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her face shift away. I'm sure you noticed what she has three of, but guess what she has two of?
0: Thrice bagged, a three bagger, a triple, <laughs> if you will, in the hole.
1: <laughs> but she can like uh uh who's who's the X man who has like that similar ability? He's blue, like Nightcrawler. She has like the nightcrawler ability plus she fights and hunts uh these golem type creatures. <laughs> Morty,
2: summer. This is Kiara. She's a Crew Tabulon warrior priestess from Crew Tabulon. Uh, I know where Crew Tabulons are from, Dad. A uh, Chimantolo.
0: Chimantolo younglings. She does like have a sort of like weird dance with Principal Vagina though at one point, doesn't she? Like they're going back and forth like he's trying to get around her.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of showing like and again, a lot of character development in one episode for Rick and Morty, but I guess her one weakness was like awkwardness. Even though she could go through him in the end, she was like they're like kind of stepping to the left and right. It was I'll
0: go left. No, you're left. Do you know what left means? <laughs>
1: just like a typical awkward hallway encounter they weren't actually dancing but yeah
0: i i did like this i, I like this plotline overall i thought it had some good jokes like that um but at the end like it just they just come down so hard on jerry at the end like maybe they're trying to like build up his character or something but like man like they make him say he's like a racist uh beta male sexist um,
2: I want to hear you say it. Oh, I,
0: oh. Look, I'm a closeted racist,
2: and I'm sexist, and selfish, and I dragged us all into my sexist, racist, bad things because I'm stupid. Thank you. Now you're going to help me, right? She just did. Yeah, clean up your own
0: mess. Wait, wait, what? Well, I guess that's not the ending, ending though. Just, well, there's, you have to, like, there's yeah. one clip
1: I wanted to talk about. I, I thought it was one of the better parts of the episode, but when they're at a diner and jerry and the kids are talking and jerry's new like girlfriend goes on the hunt and she's fighting this golem creature like outside of the windows and there's like an epic battle going on i thought it was pretty funny but also frustrating that they were like purposely like pan away the camera because no one was actually paying attention to the battle do you know what i'm talking about when they're in like the diner
0: or whatever and like they're fighting on the roof yeah and- i was
1: like in trance because they were like fighting and flying and it was like really cool action actually and then they just cut away to like a close-up of morty in casual conversation none of them carrying a crap about what was happening outside every weekend
2: you two have told me to move on move on like out of bed like stop using paper towels for toilet paper not move on into a sloppy rebound dad you need to slow down rethink this soul bond why don't you just say what you really mean You think it's cool that having sex with her gives me telekinesis, and you recognize she's got a hot bod like Chitara in Thundercats, but you're grossed out by her avocado-shaped head and blue skin, and you think I want to put a bag and a wig on her head.
1: Okay, and then to wrap up this B-plot, did you want to talk about the answering machine?
0: Well, yeah, so I mean, but first, like, they, she kidnaps the kids or whatever, and like they go to a cave, and it turns out that, like, how Jerry was trying to impress Beth uh, she was trying to impress her ex. I forget that name. but
1: Well, they went to the cave because Jerry told her that she had to break up. He said that he had to break up with her because the kids said so. And so that's why she was going after the kids. She thought they were breaking them up. And then, yeah, she runs. Is this what you're saying? She runs into her her boyfriend of sorts?
0: Yeah, and it turns out, like, that's that was his planet anyway. So she, like, intentionally came down here in, like, hopes of, like, bumping into him or whatever.
1: Showing that even powerful intergalactic species still have petty, like, crappy passive-aggressive games they play with each other.
0: Well, it really does make sense, because I don't know why a creature with three bags and two vaginas would want to date Jerry.
1: (laughs) Uh. I mean, maybe he's handsome, do you think he looks like Chris Parnell in this world?
0: <laughs> uh, a little bit, Chris Parnell with a green polo shirt, yeah. maybe <laughs> but like so I mean then, then like back to like the a plot like what did did you like the whole Rick and Beth dynamic It, it feels like this season's like kind of giving one Rick with another character per episode you know what i mean they've kind of like gone around a little bit and like this is like finally the beth turn which isn't my favorite
1: Uh, well pickle rick episode is a lot of beth and her issues too but the but you're right this one was kind of beth front and center and right,
0: but yeah that's like rick on his own more or less this is like the rick pairing up with her like there's a rick and jerry episode mm-hmm. there's a rick and morty one of course and then like the one where it's like mad max kind of more like the summer one so,
1: but I I do kind of I around. do like the Beth character quite a bit. Um, I feel like her voice actress is good too. What? Who is that? Oh, I was just reading that the other day. Yeah. So I I really think Beth is a strong character, and her relationship with Rick is really complicated. And I like how they play with that. Um. And I really like the scene and this might be where the name comes from ABC's of Beth. I'm not really sure, but he has like a huge box of inventions that he's made for her over the years. And it's really like sadistic, like this huge, ble- like chest of toys and traps and toys that are traps and like deadly poisons. And do you rem- what would, what
0: do you remember? Like
1: what was the funniest thing to you? They pulled out of that box.
0: There was like I don't know, there's like a series of like extra like sadistic ones, like a whip that makes people like you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and there's a bunch of ones that like involve like invisibility and stealing stuff too, as well, like invisible handcuffs and like tracking stickers.
2: Ray guns, a whip that forces people to like you. Invisibility cuffs a parent trap, a lightning gun, a teddy bear with anatomically correct innards, night vision googly eyeglasses, sound erasing sneakers, false fingerprints, fall asleep darts, a lie detecting doll, an indestructible baseball bat, a taser shaped like a ladybug, a fake police badge, location tracking stickers, rainbow colored duct tape, mind controlled hair clips, poison gum, a pink sentient switchblade, You've gotten taller. Shall we resume stabbing?
1: See, I also liked how his, like, safe place for her when she was a kid was, like, this world that he created. What was it called? Like, Floopy, floopy Land? Yeah, I think so. And you didn't like that either? I mean, I thought that was just...
0: No, I thought that was part was pretty funny. Um, I like the incest that Chris had with the characters. That was pretty funny, too. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> like can you describe that like, for so, our listeners so like i guess what must have happened was beth was like the sadistic little crazy kid and she probably invited this chris kid into uh froopy land and uh then like pushed him in a like a swamp of honey and left him there to die <laughs> and so to survive and this is all told like within a play all like, out game of thrones season five like where the <laughs> and it's like a a play of the history of Chris, the God now, because he like had sex with one of the beasts of the land and put his seed in it. And then it made a baby and he realized he could eat the babies. So like he started having a bunch of babies and some of them are a slave. Some of them he eats. <laughs> and that's how he survives in Frippyland <laughs> The safe place that Jerry designed.
1: And how would you describe Tommy's, uh, h- what's he Tommy. like?
0: He's, uh, He's bearded, was he played by somebody? By the way, Beth is the Dr. Elliot from Scrubs. Oh, Elliot. But was was he played by someone? He's got a big thick beard. He's like kinda crazy. His uh his dad is on the on death row for for being on trial of like eating his son.
1: <laughs> Where actually he had just disappeared and to this fruity land that Rick had made and like Summer would never admit it? And that's a big part of the episode of her denial. Denial that she had done anything with Froopy land and then ultimately deny that she had actually pushed him in the honey pit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was uh, Thomas Middleditch, uh, the guy from Silicon Valley. Richard.
2: All right, everybody. Next item on the docket, I would like to have sex with some of you and then eat the babies. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I do keep rolling out the hits, don't
0: I? Oh,
2: it's the magic crayon lady. Are you hungry?
0: I was just about to make dinner. And by make dinner, I mean...
2: Tommy, I'm going to take you to the real world. Well, this is
0: the real world.
2: Uh, No, you don't understand. Your dad... uh, People think your dad ate you. So? You doyoy? People should eat people. Just leave me alone.
1: Yeah, I mean... I I thought that whole series was pretty funny and that Tommy is such like a a wimp but yet like super power hungry and greedy because he's like become a worshiped god by all these like crazy messed up beings that are like his spawn it's really strange and I I thought that was classic Rick and Morty
0: that was probably like one of my favorite parts of the episode and then like so they leave and then Beth like comes back and ends up killing him
1: (laughs) yeah and then (laughs) then rick and beth like bond over cloning a tommy so that
0: it was like a montage yes yeah, so, yeah.
1: So, so that she doesn't have to feel guilty for murdering him
0: <laughs> they, like grow him in like a microwave too like they just put pop him in and like she hits buttons on it and then it grows into like a foot or something it looked like
1: that like clone was in some serious pain as it was growing yeah. <laughs> it oh yeah <laughs> not a happy existence
2: hey you want to help okay I got a doo-doo in my butt And I don't know what to do With the doo-doo in my butt But I know that a father should say to you That he's proud of you Every daughter is a doo doo from a father's butt. Biologically speaking the butt is a nut. And every father, father's wrong, and there isn't a song that can change that.
0: Like I guess it could be like maybe a sign that it is the the end of this Beth because like she got that time with her dad finally. But I just don't know if like people care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Like, especially since it's not even the first Beth anyway. Like, just another Beth.
1: Well, if you say that, you have to. I mean, that's theory, really.
0: What do you mean? I mean, I mean they've definitely jumped universes at least once for sure. Then potentially again in the Morty's Memories one. So when they go to another
1: universe, like, I feel like if Rick chooses a similar enough universe. There's only, like, one or two changes. I guess it brings to, like, what's the difference, really?
0: It's... I don't know, because, I mean, there is that line, too, where she's like, oh, I know, I'm not even your your Beth. But then, like, later on, she's like, well, why would you help me or something like that? Maybe we can play the exact clip. If nothing matters, why would you do that for me? I
2: don't know, maybe you matter so little that I like you. Or maybe... It makes you matter. Maybe I love you. Maybe something about your mother. Don't jump a gift shark in the mouth. Is that
0: underlying part of Rick that's kind of like been flushed out a little bit in this season that like he does have like an irrational "quote unquote" love for his family, even if they aren't his actual family.
1: Yeah, and do you think there's much like? Do you think Beth was as much of a monster as he makes her out to be? Probably. Yeah, you don't think? I that's... think she did push
0: it. I think she did push Tommy in the pit of honey or whatever it's called
1: but he made it sound like she was murdering people on a regular basis and i just wonder if like i mean that's pretty messed up i mean morty doesn't uh, do that
0: yeah but then beth like counters that she's really smart and like was all because she had such an absentee weird dad which rick also doesn't deny is like no i'm a basket case up here <laughs> bad dad all the way or something like that <laughs> i don't know i was being a little bit too hard on this episode it's pretty funny what, well yeah what what
1: didn't you like? Like, let's delve into that a little bit before we give out the yes and no.
0: I I feel like is the pacing felt a little bit rushed, and there's even like this line, like when they come back, so like they they have this adventure, then they stop it halfway through, and then like Beth kind of restarts it, and then she has to come back. Um, I don't know. I just felt like that wasn't. I didn't feel as into the A plot as I was the B plot for for some reason, which isn't like a good sign. And I, and like when they come back the first time, even Jerry says something like,
2: "Here's some things an adventure needs: Beth, conflict, stakes, a way for me to benefit, and clearly Morty."
1: Well, you and Stevie both are partial to the actual Rick and literal Rick and Morty adventures, but is that just because that's the title of the show, and you're used to it, or is what specifically about that relationship makes it for you?
0: Well, I think. a classic rick and morty like and they actually don't do this very often it's like if rick and morty go someplace new together and i explore a new land like while you're also exploring them as characters with a bunch of jokes in it. you know what i mean like this one we do kind of get the the fruity land but it's like very surface level we don't even spend a lot of time there in the meantime we're bouncing back and forth between like just their hometown too so it's not they do something interesting with the concept of like he's got this whole world in a file but it's also not anything necessarily new for the series for Rick to have a whole universe and a small thing that they go in. It's not ne- the most original Rick and Morty story. I love
1: that he has that file and like a junk drawer but there's, like, there's like a yeah. whole universe in there. <laughs>
0: Including a little kid who went missing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I also think that episode seven of this season uh rick lantis mix-up it's it's really hard to go from there that was such a genius episode that um hard to live up to i think
0: yeah i just i don't know i i also just feel like one of the things they probably said they were gonna do at the start of the season which i don't really blame them for but they were gonna be like all right we're gonna give like all of the main family members like an episode even like pickle rick like Rick is the whole B plot just by himself, which is something that we haven't really seen before either. So I think they give these characters a little bit more space to grow, which I can respect. But at the same time, it's like, well, at the end, you kind of like, we spend all this time, uh, with Beth. And then it's potentially not even the same Beth anymore. So it really didn't even like matter in the whole continuity of things. I don't know. I just don't love like doing an episode for a character just for doing that character's sake. Like,
1: yeah, it makes it feel like they're just—they're just writing for like the actress, like, "Oh, we gotta give you a turn because you're on the show."
0: Well, yeah, and like to be fair, like the Whirly Dirly one isn't my favorite either. I mean, it's actually kind of like the exact opposite of this one, if you think about it. in A lot of ways, it's the kids with Beth, while Rick goes out with Jerry, mm-hmm. and this is like the complete like inverse. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like a parallel. So like. Uh, maybe that's why maybe if this would have come first and the whirly dilly would have come second I wouldn't have liked that one as much I don't know it's tough to say but
1: I mean I feel like this is still going to be an episode that when you're rewatching all the seasons like you're not going to skip over it
0: no it's a definite yes for me if that's go for it yeah for at that point yeah I really like I mean I I really like this show so a bad, not a bad episode, an average episode. Of Rick and Morty is still better than most uh, shows, but it was just very average to me. And like, like I said, it's just kind of like almost too similar to The Whirly Dirly in structure. Maybe that's why it was a little bit, you know, not as fresh for me. But shout out to the picture of Mr. Poopy Buttle on the fridge. Yeah, I saw that too.
1: So how how hard of a yes is it? I mean, he didn't really describe the a regular. yes. Regular.
0: Uh a regular yes. Just normal average middle of the day. Yes. Okay. Just hanging out. Great. Great. Great.
1: Great. <laughs> I'll also give Can this uh me. episode a yes. I I really wonder if a Rick and Morty episode will ever get a no from anybody. Um It's it's funny that it seems kind of dry, even though there's like this whole completely unique original idea of like a universe and like the cannibalism that goes on in it is just like so twisted and weird like it's still giving us originality that it has from the beginning and um i like beth i see why people miss the rick and morty like dynamic but ultimately like like this is the way they chose to do this season and it's i don't know it's keeping them it's keeping us on their toes I think a little bit and it is fleshing each character out individually hopefully there will be bigger payoffs but Pappy the whole thing with Beth and like we may never know if this is even the original one or whatever anymore is that kind of like just Rick's whole like big picture thing he hasn't hit on that as much this season but he always used to say if you like see the big picture and like the world and the universe for what it really is and it doesn't matter if it's her or a clone.
0: I think it all comes back to the f- very first episode of Rick and Morty when they're running through the like the security place and this one like little creature somehow gets like act I don't remember how, but it gets like activated and it like starts to crawl, then it walks, then it grows up, then it grows old and it like dies and Morty's like, What? And Rick's like, just don't think about it. Like that's sometimes like the attitude you gotta take. Like it's just you know maybe it's Beth maybe it's not Beth doesn't really matter like I think that's like almost more of like a sense of nihilism that like the universe is so big and unforgiving and random
1: it is but then giving kind of like the viewer the power of authorship through that is kind of like the genius second stroke that it offers like everyone can have their own interpretation of it and it's it's right so anyway, uh that's Rick and Morty Tommy
0: definitely got a second stroke inside those Land characters, if you know what I mean.
1: I have no idea what you mean. Is there any anything else you want to add before we <laughs> toss it to Spoderman?
0: Nope.
1: Would you talk <laughs> I mean, that's it for me? Would you toss it to him?
0: I would love to toss I it
1: know. to him. I
0: know. Take it away.
2: Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903 776
0: 4507. That was spoilers. Spider Man. I'm
1: just going to edit out like most of that boss anyway. I know. Makes me <laughs> sad. <laughs> the music will help carry it through.